Hello, product innovators. Today, we learn the importance of founders promoting their own invention from a serial product entrepreneur that has done over $500 million in hardware product sales. You're listening to the Product Startup Podcast, a show to learn from top leaders in product development, prototyping, manufacturing, product selling, and everything in between. Hosted by Kevin Macko, the leading expert on product development for physical product startups. Sponsored by PTC's two best-in-class 3D CAD product development software solutions, Onshape and Creo. And produced by Macko Design and Invent, the original firm providing world-class consumer product development services tailored specifically to startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm very excited to introduce Mike Fata to the show. Mike has done over $500 million in product sales, launching over 25 products to over 16,000 retail stores, which thus led to three different nine-figure exits for him. He is also the author of the book, Grow, 12 Unconventional Lessons for Becoming an Unstoppable Entrepreneur. Today, Mike is going to share some valuable knowledge for inventors, startups, and small manufacturers on the importance of showcasing your passion and your invention idea to be able to maximize success. Now, onto the episode. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Excited today to talk to you about founder product fit. Now, how does the actual founder and the product itself merge? And how does that actually increase the valuation of your business, the ability to sell, the ability to have organic communities and conversations around that? Give us a bit of a background. How did you get to the point where you are today? I know you've had multiple exits in the nine-figure range. You've worked with dozens of products. You're in thousands of retailers. What's the story behind the success that you are today? The short story is I was super unhealthy when I was a teenager and I found myself weighing 300 pounds and got super interested in changing my health, changing my whole lifestyle, which got me into the health food business. So when we founded Manitoba Harvest in 1998, I was super passionate and geeking out about all things health. That was my first moment of realizing how important the founder product market fit is because my interest in health got me really interested in hemp and and that's what really what drove our business and allowed me to be all in, all in working and learning every day and becoming a subject matter expert and a, and a global leader in the space. Amazing. Now let's describe what exactly is founder product market fit. Because we know what product market fit is, but the concept of founder is fairly profound. It's something you speak about quite a bit. And I think you have a book coming out about this as well. My book, Grow, 12 Unconventional Lessons for Becoming an Unstoppable Entrepreneur, definitely touches on it. Yeah, people talk about product market fit all the time, understanding that people want to buy your product. I think the founder product fit and founder market fit, or what we'd sum up as founder product market fit, is super critical because people want to know why the person that founded the business is doing what they're doing. And you know, Simon Sinek, your power of why would, would be an example of that. But a real life example, if you're super into soccer, you could get into any aspect of the soccer business. You don't need to be a soccer player. You could be making soccer balls or soccer jerseys or develop an app that helps people find the nearest soccer game to them. If people would realize like, hey, Kevin's all into soccer all the time, it's a natural extension for Kevin to be in the soccer business of, of some form. And the same is true if you're a plumber and you develop that next tool or widget that helps the plumbing lifestyle. And you could proudly say like, of course, you know, I think about water and plumbing all my life. My example is health and kind of anything that touches health and health food products is what motivates me and, and why over 25 years I've been successful as an entrepreneur and, and continue on with my portfolio of companies. So powerful. We're on the product development side at the very early age. So we've got people coming out to us literally with that sketch on a napkin and through to further stages that are looking to get into design and production and all that sort of stuff. But the interesting thing that I find is most of the time, it's hyper relevant to either an opportunity that they see in their world that they're passionate about or solving for a pain point that occurs in their world. So what better opportunity, especially as a startup, to put your 
yourself and really engage in that product and be behind that brand because this is something that a Fortune 500 company can't compete with. They don't have that founder passion for their next new innovation or whatever else because they're a huge company and it's the 27th product they're releasing that year. But you as a hardware startup, you've got one product and you're one individual or a partnership of individuals that ideally is personally passionate about the thing that you're making and can transfer that passion through to the actual product you're building and taking to market. Yeah. And and not only are you going to, I think if you're super interested in it, just be excellent. You're going to make a great product because you're making it for yourself or maybe for your family or friends. And then for other people like you, that other people like you is the second part. You know, that's what after you have that product, how do you generate sales? Well, the best way to generate sales is to have a community of people that see the similar way that you do. If you're super passionate about that plumbing widget and you make it and you know that it's going to save you time and you are super excited about it, there's a whole plumbing community of people that are also likely interested in the product and you can can get to them by being authentically yourself, telling your story about why you got into the product. Even some of the dilemmas of creating the product and the challenges as an entrepreneur to launch such product is going to entice and inspire people to come and join your community. So it's a natural extension that leads to sales without being salesy. That's powerful. We had uh, Ashley Black on the show and she's got the Fascia Blaster, $200 million business built around a community of people that she sold direct to consumer. Still to today, she sells all of her sales, huge amounts of sales direct to consumer, all because she just reached out to people with a similar pain point to herself. She developed a product for herself and then around that community was able to make massive amounts of sales through that passion that she drove through all of her sales messaging, marketing, the backstory, everything that you're talking about on how you actually take that passion, take your own personal story behind it and represent the product you're actually building. Yeah. My example, when I lost the weight, I went on a no-fat diet, which was really popular in the mid-1990s, and learned the hard way that your body needs fat. Those essential fatty acids, omega-3s. Hemp is really a prime source of omega-3s. And so when we got into the hemp business and started selling hemp hearts, I thought, I'm just going to look for all the other people that have been confused by eating this no-fat diet and and will wake up and say, no, it's not about no fat. It's about the right type of fat. And then found that community. And we had millions of people in our community at the end when we were selling over $100 million of product per year. That's amazing because it also highlights the importance of a niche market. You know, typically, if you look at big business, they have to make a massive product in the tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars in sales in order for it even to be viable. Whereas a hardware startup, your job is just to kind of get into the market. And of course, yeah, conquer it eventually. But the reality is, as a hardware startup, you've got to get somewhere. Well, with a niche product that serves a niche market, I always tell hardware startups, you'd be surprised how many people around the world have that same pain point that you're going through or see that same opportunity that you see, because you're talking a massive planet now, and especially now that the marketplace, even if we look at things like crowdfunding or direct-to-consumer sales, shop etc. All these sorts of avenues allow you to reach the whole world and to get to just that handful of people in each country that have that same pain point or that same opportunity that you see and go after them with that very specific innovation that you've created. I love how you mentioned it. You did basically that and found a massive market, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of value in a market that was really a niche. I call it that farmer's market approach, whether you're in a consumable or you're in hardware, you want to go out and make your thing and try to get the kind of smallest run that you possibly can. Just go out and talk to people and you'll see in your, even your local community of how many people are interested in your product. And then from there, you could just keep on expanding that to your region, to your province, to your state, to your nation, and then hopefully globally, if you're tremendously successful. You mentioned a number of things that can really help connect the dot between the founder and your sales messaging, being authentic, telling the story behind it, even identifying some of the pain points 
points you went through to get to that point in the business or in the product? What are some of your tips and tricks or just derivations of that advice that you could give somebody else who wants to be the person behind and the passion behind their next hardware startup? Yeah, I think being authentic with your story is the foundation of it. From there, it's about telling the story, whether that's in your local community and there's the hardware show that you can go and, and set up at or a trade show. I'm a big believer in trade shows. For 20 years, I've, I've done literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of trade shows where you can meet other people that are like you in the community and have a chance to one-on-one talk to them about why you're doing what you're doing and, and what you're passionate about. Obviously, now we could bring that in the more of the digital space with social media. LinkedIn is a great tool where you can go on and, and tell your founder story. Like, why are you really into this and, and then join other like groups of, of entrepreneurs and ultimately I think your customers in that kind of same space. But you know, just be authentic, dial up your elevator pitch or your 30 second pitch and then just go out there and keep screaming it from the mountaintops, literally. Very powerful. What other advice would you have in terms of amplifying that message? Now you're saying screaming it from the rooftops. You've obviously done a lot of different campaigns in a lot of different ways, clearly being the authentic self behind the products and brands that you've built and represented. What are some of the ways that you're seeing in this day and age that really help? You mentioned trade shows, social media, LinkedIn. Are there other things that you're doing that you think are up and coming that are really powerful for a hardware startup? Yeah, I think also nonprofit organizations are another great place to network again, because you're going to have similar people in the community. But it's also a place because they're a nonprofit status where you can employ another thing that I like to do for building success in business is volunteer, give your time back, whether that's volunteering on their board of directors, or if they have an event that they're doing help there or one of their committees, all these organizations usually have an opportunity for people in the industry, even newcomers to the industry. And I use it as a tactic when I first joined the health food industry to be able to give back there. But you're going to develop very, very strong relationships and then find these opportunities to get your message out there. Sometimes it's a talk at one of those events. Sometimes it's involved in some of their own social or event networking as well. It's a powerful tool, a powerful tactic to use. Especially in the early days of the business, you will have a lot of time to try a bunch of different avenues. And it's very powerful to any kind of hardware startup and any individual, especially a founder, to start reaching out to those communities. Some you'll really engage with, other ones you'll realize aren't quite the right fit. And that's okay. I think the point here is try a number of these different avenues to start seeing what's really clicking for your business and for your community, which of those are really providing you know that value, that holistic value that you're looking for to build your product brand. Yeah, you're right. It's a volume game over time. You know, another tactic and use LinkedIn as an example, you can go onto LinkedIn and go and search for other hardware founders. And then just give a simple goal for yourself of like even five other hardware founders a day, reach out to 500 hardware founders a day. If you do that over six months time, even you're going to have hundreds of other hardware founders that are in your community and then pull that relationship offline, like have a virtual coffee chat with them for 15, 20 minutes. And, and not only are you going to be strengthening your own personal brand and, and aware awareness of your product, but you're going to be building community with others that are trying or are already creating the same success. Yeah. And it's something that you can do for free. Do it at the comfort of your own home and whatever hour of the day really serves you. But it is something that you can start to do that. And if you put, again, a focus to six months, 12 months, and just be consistent with it every day, you're going to see big results from that. Let's talk a bit about some of the lessons out of your book, 12 Unconventional Lessons for Becoming an Unstoppable Entrepreneur. What are some of the best practices that you're seeing that you've put into this book just at a high level that can help entrepreneurs, especially in the hardware space? 
Yeah. And we, we talked to some of it, being your authentic self, being loud and proud of your story, what you're trying to do, why you're trying to do it, build community around that by networking with other like-minded individuals in the space, tell your story, use media, social media to tell your story and get your message out there. Big believer that if, if you're so proud of what you're doing, you should literally print it on a t-shirt and wear that t-shirt every day. And that works. And, and then give back. People think that you have to be successful before you give back. And I'm a big believer that you can create success by giving back. If you volunteer to your time and help others. Even if you're just starting out in business, there's people that are right behind you that would like to start out in business or they want to know what it's potentially like to start a business and, and having some of these conversations and being helpful to those people or in a bigger sense, you help your community or help your industry through some of the nonprofits are tactics that that make you an unstoppable entrepreneur. Break that down in the book along with my story, my origin story, You know, growing up with a single mom and dropping out of high school when I was 14 and starting working and then finding my passion for health after losing 100 pounds that kind of got into the business and how we built subject matter expertise and made ourselves a world-class hemp food processor. So talk a lot about quality and the tactics of using a very high standard of quality and certification to become that world-class company for the nine-figure, $100 million success, which we were fortunate to build over 20 years. What an amazing story. And I love the fact that you brought quality to the table because especially when we're talking about hardware, that's something a lot of hardware founders maybe think to sacrifice, especially as they're in the development phase, because quality is expensive. It takes a while to really properly design, engineer, prototype, and most importantly, test and tweak and refine your product to achieve that world caliber quality. The reality is if you can do that and do that well, that leads to real success. That allows you to get to those serious buyers, to the bigger players, to that market reach that you're looking to grow to over time, especially when you're pairing that with this whole concept of being very passionate and a very powerful brand representative of your own product brand to grow. So Mike, if anyone wants to order the book, where do they find it? Get it at Amazon and, and uh, anywhere else that fine books are sold. Yeah. So again, grow 12 unconventional lessons for becoming an unstoppable entrepreneur. You can also everything that's Mike Fata at mikefata.ca, the book, my podcast, my newsletter, and kind of all the other things that I share. Thanks so much for your words of wisdom today. Really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thanks again for having me. Thank you and take care. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Product Startup Podcast. If you found some value in the show, please do us a huge favor and leave us a quick five-star review. If you have any questions, guest suggestions, or anything else, feel free to reach out to us anytime at our email, podcast at macodesign.com. That's podcast at macodesign.com. This show is hosted by Kevin Macko, North America's leading expert on product development for physical product startups. Huge thanks to our sponsors, PTC, and their two best-in-class 3D CAD product development software solutions, Onshape and Creo. And Macko design and invent the original firm providing world-class consumer product development services tailored specifically to startups small manufacturers and inventors thanks for joining and see you next time